Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The Eleventh Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests on Blog Talk Radio as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever been called a go-getter? Tell me, do you remember when that was a compliment? Have you ever wanted to know how to become a go-giver instead of a go-getter. Go-giver. Now, that is another compliment. Can you imagine, just imagine, five laws that will make you successful? Tell me, do you know what the law of value is? And when was the last time you heard about the law of compensation, what it really means? Or better yet, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that we're looking for? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to become a go-giver? If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Today, I will be introducing you to my guest. He is a success coach extraordinaire, and he will provide us with wonderful, inspirational, and informative lessons and some really, really great advice. Before I introduce my guest, I'd love to invite you to call in during the show for, if you have any questions. The call in number is 818-431-8506. I'm pleased to announce that our show today is featured on the front page at blogtalkradio.com, and I am honored to be a featured host, and we now have over one million wonderful listeners. Also, LinkedIn has just announced that my profile was one of the top 5% most viewed during 2012, which was very exciting to hear that. Now, let me tell you about my guest today. He is a sought-after speaker at corporate conventions and for other events. He has addressed audiences ranging in size from 50 to 16,000. Wow. Sharing the platform with notables, including today's top thought leaders, broadcast personalities, 
Olympic athletes, and political leaders, including a former United States president. Although for years he was best known for his book, Endless Referrals, over the past few years it's his business parable, The Go-Giver, co-authored with John David Mann that has captured the imagination of his readers. You know, it shot to number six on the Wall Street Journal's business bestsellers list just three weeks after its release and reached number nine at Business Week. It's been translated into 21 languages. It is his fourth book to sell over 250,000 copies. My guest is an advocate, supporter, and defender of the free enterprise system, believing that the amount of money one makes is directly proportional to how many people they serve. He is a founding and current board member of the Club 100, a charitable organization focused on helping underprivileged youth. A lover of animals, he is a past member of the Board of Directors for Safe Harbor, which is the Humane Society of Jupiter, Florida. It is my great pleasure to welcome to the show today Bob Berg. Hi, Bob. How are you today? Great January. It's great to be with you. Congratulations on all the, the huge successes you're accumulating. Oh, I know. Isn't it exciting? I'm just mm-hmm. having the you know, I'm having the best time of my life and it's because I love what I'm doing. I'm passionate about my work and guess what? When you're passionate things just happen. You become successful. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think when you can connect your passion with what you love and what you're good at, and usually the two are the same, uh, because when we're passionate about something, we'll put the work into uh, becoming excellent at what we do. Uh, and when we connect that with uh, the needs, wants, and desires of, of people in the marketplace, absolutely, that's how, uh, that's how we're able to enjoy what we do while making a great living doing it and touching the lives of a lot of people while we do it. You know, it's not magic. It's such a simple formula. Why do you think so many people struggle with becoming successful? Well, you know, I mean, I think it it, it has a lot to do with the belief systems that we have and and what we see and and what gets implanted in our heads from the time we're young. I mean, think about it, from uh, a combination of upbringing, environment, schooling, news media, Mm -hmm. television shows, movie scripts, uh, and all the things that we hear, look at how how uh, there's such a lack mentality. All the things that we that we see, the the messages and meta messages we receive, uh, all sort of place in our mind that that success is just for those lucky few and so yeah. forth and so on. And you know, people believe these things not maybe not consciously, but yeah. at an unconscious level. And you know, because you teach these things, it's the uh, the our subconscious to the conscious, like the the ninety nine percent of the iceberg that's underwater is to the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, the subliminal gets so much. Uh, I call it trash and garbage dumped into it. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of it comes through the media, and uh, Mm -hmm. that's why I like to do a show that's so positive Mm -hmm. and uh, helpful to people. Now, your title, The Go-Giver, seems to uh, contradict traditional wisdom. Uh, What was the basic premise of this book, and is this intentional to get people's attention? Well, yeah, a title is. Um, just like the title of your book, I thought, you know, the 11th yeah. commandment that you have, I thought that was wonderful. And <laughs> sure, we, um, uh, you know, a title is what you hope will attract people to want to know more about it. And 
often, you know, a title like The Go-Giver is sort of in, in marketing, we would call it a pattern interrupt. It's something that has someone do a double take. The Go-Giver? Yeah. What? What's that? And then, yeah. you know, they, they look through it and hopefully they like what they see and they, they purchase the book. And I, I think it's important that the message, of course, is congruent with the, the title, which which I hope ours is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure, that's what we do with John David Mann, my excellent co-author and really the main storyteller because The Go-Giver is a, a parable. It's a business fable. Um, he and I like to consider ourselves as writers contrarian, but not curmudgeon. You know, we we are contrarian. We take it from a different. We take things from a different angle than yeah. most people do, but we're not curmudgeon. We 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 don't say, oh, it's our way or the highway, or we're right and you're wrong. You know, we we put it out there for people to to form their own opinions based on the information we're we're providing. The um, yeah. The basic premise of the book, January, is is nothing more than that shifting one's focus, and, and this is the key, shifting one's focus from getting to giving. And when we say giving in this case, in this context, we're, we're simply talking about constantly and consistently providing value to others, and that doing so with that focus is not only a, a nice way to live life, but it's a, a very financially profitable way as well. I love your message. I love go-getting and go-giving. I mm-hmm. think that's a, a, a strong, positive message to send out to everyone. You know, we're going to take a break right now and have a commercial. And when we come back, Bob Berg is going to share his website information with us. And he's also going to tell us where we can get his books. We'll be right back with Bob Berg. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top ten things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shalt Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shalt Not Whine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back with my wonderful guest, Bob Berg. Uh, Bob, could you please share your website information and tell us where we can buy your books? Sure. Uh, my website is Berg.com, and that's B-U-R-G.com. And um, while you're there, you can actually take a look at a, a video. If you, we just put together a really cool, fun little animated video that uh-huh. gives an overview of the Go Giver. It's about four minutes and thirty seconds, and they can, then you can download chapter one of the book to see if you uh, like it. So while you're oh, at the site, you, yeah, while you're at the site, you can find that, or just www.bergburg.com/tgg, and that will also get you to the video. Oh, that's fantastic. And I'm sure your books are all at Amazon. and uh, Yes, and, and it will take you right through. You can click right through. We just like to have people read the yeah. first chapter first just to make sure it resonates with them, and then if they like what they read that far, they oh, can always okay. click through. 
and then you can order the books and put them on your Kindle and keep them with you. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about these five laws of success or the five laws of, um, I don't know, you have the law of value, compensation, influence, authenticity, and receptivity. Now, Mm -hmm. let's start with that. How did you come up with these five laws, and do you really think they will make us successful? Um, yes, well, the five laws are, are nothing new. They're all based on you know, on um, the success principles that have dated very far back. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this was nothing new to anybody who'd already been utilizing them. And first, in fact, the early adopters of the book were people who wrote to say, "This is what I've been doing for years. This is how I built my business. It's how I built my team." And then they would order books because they wanted to share that with the people they were trying to to reach uh-huh. with that. And so uh, there's nothing new. And 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 uh, when the book first came out, and I was doing a lot of media interviews, I would often be asked by reporters who said, you know, what? This book has really taken off. What is it that you and John David Mann have in here that's anything new? And my answer was always nothing. (laughs) There is nothing new. We just maybe told it in story form, made it fun, made it digestible, but there's nothing new. So (laughs) these principles have been around. And I love what you said earlier, by the way, about being a go-getter and a go-giver, and that's what we tell people. Being Mm -hmm. a go-giver is not the opposite of being a go-getter. They work in tandem. It's not an either-or. It's a both. We always say be both a go-getter and a go-giver, just not a go-taker. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's very good to point out to our listeners. And I love the fact that your presentation is in story form. That's why my show is called Success Stories. Mm. Guess what? People want to hear stories. They don't want to have just someone preach at them. They want to hear something interesting. Uh, What's your story about Stories connect. Yes. Oh, absolutely. What's your story about the law of value? The law of value, and this is so key because this is the foundational law, January, and the the law of value says that your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Now, again, this sounds counterintuitive when you first hear it. It sounds almost counterproductive. I mean, you know, how do you give more in value than you take in payment and thrive in business, never mind survive? I mean, it kind of sounds like one of those nicey-nice things. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, it couldn't possibly work. Give more in value than you take in payment. So how do we reconcile that? Well, mm-hmm. we need to understand the difference between price and value. Price is a dollar amount. It's a dollar figure. It's finite. It simply is what it is. Uh-huh. Value, on the other hand, is the relative worth or desirability of a thing to the end user. In other words, what is it about this thing, this product, service, concept, idea, that brings with it so much worth or value that someone will exchange their money for it, be ecstatic that they did, and you make a great profit? Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, let's say you hire an accountant to do your taxes, and they charge you $1,000. That's their fee or their price. But what value do they give you in return? Well, they save you $5,000 in taxes. They they save you hours and hours of work. Mm -hmm. Um, They provide you with the security and the peace of mind of knowing it was done correctly. So we see value where price is finite, value can be both conceptual and concrete. So what this accountant did is gave you well over $5,000 in value in exchange for $1,000. Now, they gave you more in value or use value than what they took in payment, so you feel great about it, but they made a great profit too, which they should. And this happens, and this is key. It happens 
It happens because you focused on the other person. See, money is simply an echo of value. Okay. It's, it's the like thunder that. to values lightning, which simply means, January, that the value must come first. That must be the focus. The value comes first. And the money is simply the direct and very natural result of the value you've provided. That is such a fantastic story. And, you know, I can resonate with it. Just We just did our taxes, and uh, we have that wonderful feeling about knowing we have the best accountant in the world. It's done mm-hmm. correctly. And it's, you know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's tax time. I look forward to it. I love our accountant, and I know he is going to save us tons of money. So that's a very good example. I love that story personally. Now, what about the law of compensation? Well, this one is the natural follow-up to to law number one. And, of course, all these laws work in tandem. That's why we named them one, two, three, four, and five. (laughs) And so the law law of, of compensation simply says your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. So where law number one says to give more in value than you take in payment, law number two tells us that the more people whose lives uh, you add this kind of exceptional value to, the more money with which you'll be rewarded. uh, You take your accountant again, uh, who you love. He Mm -hmm. does a great job for you, so you you, you love him. You, you, You do business with him again, and you'll refer him to others, and probably his other clients feel the same way. Absolutely. So, so this accountant is quickly uh, amassing what we call an army of personal walking ambassadors. Okay. okay. And as he continues to add this kind of exceptional value to the lives of more and more people, his income will continue to grow and grow. So while law number one is about the excellent value you provide, that's your potential income, but your mm-hmm. actual income is how many lives you impact with that value. Oh, fantastic. That's so good. And uh, let's talk about the law of influence now. Yes, the law of influence says that your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Now, again, counterproductive at best, right? And maybe even downright Pollyanna-ish sounding at worst. But this is how every great leader how every top influencer, how every profitable salesperson conducts their lives and runs their business. They're always looking for ways to place other people's interests first. Now, let me qualify this because this is very, very important. When we say place other people's interests first, we certainly don't mean that you should be anybody's doormat or uh, a martyr or self-sacrificial in any way, not one single bit. It's simply as as uh, one of the mentors, Sam, told Joe, uh, the protege in the story, the golden rule of business is simply that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. And there's, there's no faster... Uh, more powerful or more effective way to elicit those feelings toward you and others than by stepping outside yourself, moving from what we call an I focus or a me focus to an other focus, looking at how you can make their lives better. And to the degree you do that, that's the degree that you're planting these seeds of great will and you're becoming that go-to person. Mm, I love This is good stuff, Bob. And I hope all those one million listeners out there are taking in every bit of it. 
Fantastic. You know, we're going to take another commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the last two laws. And also, I, when we come back, I want Bob to share with my audience something. Bob, tell us about a story about in your life, something that uh, was like the worst thing that turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to Bob Berg. We'll be right back with Bob in just a few seconds. Are you a fitness professional, a trainer, or a coach? Would you like consistent and timely updates on your team's performance? We have a completely customizable app that can give you real-time information via the Internet or your handheld phone. Track the performance of your client's progress with their physical fitness regimen. Track team members' performance or schedule a workout session. Meet up at the gym, on the bike trail, or wherever your physical activities take you. The app is called Socially Fit or SoFit and can be found on the iTunes Store. Look for the blue Socially Fit icon. When combined with data analysis capabilities, you not only feel the effects of your fitness routine, you also see the graphical progress of your results. The app makes the complex simple, so that more of your time is spent sculpting your physique with less time tracking your results with old-fashioned pen and paper. Download it today to begin a new year with data to show your progress in meeting your goals. Are you socially fit? I sure am socially fit, and I know all of you out there are too. We're back with our wonderful guest, Bob Berg, who is uh, telling us how to become a go-giver and a go-getter. Now, Bob, let's talk about the fourth law of authenticity. Yeah, the law of authenticity says the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And in the story, Deborah Davenport, one of the uh, mentors, related uh, something very a very important lesson she learned early in, in her career, and that is that all the the uh, skills in the world, the sales skills, technical skills, people skills, as important as they are, and indeed they are very very important, they're all for naught if you don't come at it from your true authentic core. If you don't show up as yourself day after day, week after week, month after month. But, you know, when you do, when you do show up that way, people feel good about you. Again, they know you, like you, trust you, they respect you. Um, they know you're consistent. They know they can trust, you know, that you're you, you're you, and that's very important. And I think uh, Gandhi uh, really said it best when he defined integrity as when everything you think and everything you feel and everything you say and everything you do are in alignment. And and I think that's really so key. Um and you know in order to really um to 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 live in our value, we've got to understand our value. Uh, sometimes people maybe don't show up as themselves, not because they want to be phony, not because they want to be in any way dishonest, but they really don't have the confidence to, to, because they don't understand how valuable they are. And right. I believe everyone has two types of value. We have intrinsic value just by being born, and we also have what I call market value. Mm-hmm. And market value is simply those those traits, qualities, characteristics, talents that are unique to you that help you add value to the marketplace. Uh, but they're not always so evident to us because we're so emotionally close to the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And right. I know you're a, you're a mentor, you're a coach, and you've probably had the same experience as I have when I've been mentoring someone and, and they've said something just terrific or magnificent. I said, wow, that is awesome, that is wonderful. And their response was, Oh, no, everybody knows that. 
or everybody does that. And they weren't being falsely modest January. They really didn't grasp that what they had to offer was so special because yeah. they just know it. You know, to them, that's they know it's it. Given. and yeah. It's a given, exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to, in order to be authentic, we need to respect and understand and embrace those mm-hmm. talents and, and that market value that we have. Okay, and I'm in total agreement with you on that. I could listen to you all day. Let's talk about the law of receptivity. The law of receptivity says that the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Uh, Late in the story, Pindar, the main mentor, asked Joe, his protege, to breathe out and hold that breath to the count of 30. Joe couldn't, and he started to gasp for air, right? And and Pindar said, what's the matter, Joe? Can't do it. Joe said, no, I can't just breathe out. I've got to breathe in. And Pindar jokingly said, well, Joe, what if I was to tell you it's been medically proven that it's actually healthier to breathe out than it is to breathe in? And Joe laughed. He said, that's silly. You can't do one or the other. You've got to do both. (laughs) Well, exactly. We've got to do both. We breathe out and breathe in. The waves go out. The waves come in, right? You know, giving and receiving – See, many people think those two are opposites. They're not. They're opposite side of the same coin. Okay? Oh. So in other words, it's the same. It's just on two sides of the same coin. Uh, all giving is made possible only because there's also a receiving involved, and all receiving is made possible because there's also a giving involved. The key is not to give or receive. It's to give and receive. And in order to do this, what we need to do, and this goes back full circle to what we talked about at the beginning, the focus. See, the focus needs to be on the giving. And again, when we say giving, we're talking about giving of value to the marketplace. Though, it, though it's in any relationship, it's whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, social, relational. In this context, we're talking about business. Uh, it's giving of value to the marketplace. Focus on the giving, of course. Focus on the giving, but allow the receiving. And, you know, it's such a true thing. The more you give, the more you get. And uh, I think anyone who is successful in life will confirm that statement. You know, um, I want to uh, just, we have one minute. Could you briefly, briefly share something in your own life that uh, bad turned to good? I don't think there's just one thing as much as it seems like an in remember, you know, in, in Think and Grow Rich, what did Napoleon's Hill say, that every, uh, you know, every catastrophe or every bad thing has the, the seed of opportunity planted within it. Yes. And, you know, I think that's the key. And, you know, my dad always told me when I was a kid, it was always God has a reason for everything, you know. And and so regardless of anyone's religious or spiritual beliefs, I mean, the principle is basically true. I mean, if you you go back to anything bad that happened, usually if you will follow the timeline far enough, something good happened probably because of it. Oh, absolutely. And having lived as many years as I have, I can testify to that fact. You know, Bob, this has just been fantastic having you on the show. As I said earlier, I could listen to you talk all day. I hope you will come back and share more of your wonderful, wonderful stories with my listeners. Anytime. I love speaking with you, and I hope everybody enjoys that little video that we put together. It's, it's really fun and gives a really cool overview of the story. Okay, and I'm sure all my listeners are going to go watch it right after the show. 
To my listeners, we hope you've enjoyed our show today, and be sure to catch our interviews with these amazing guests like Bob Berg with constant streaming at blogtalkradio.com 24-7. My upcoming guests for the rest of the week will amaze, amuse, and astonish you. You know they are all exciting, eccentric, and energizing, just like Bob. This is a show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful, too. If you've enjoyed our show today, please click the follow tab under my picture and become a regular listener by registering with blogtalkradio.com. All of your comments and suggestions are welcome. I would love to welcome you to our wonderful no-whining world. You know, we really love sharing these stories and secrets for success. It's our hope that we can encourage all of our listeners to emulate our guests today and every day. Now, remember my mantra, if you think it, then you can do it. And now for my chocolate quote of the day, chocolate has many preservatives. Preservatives make you look younger, so go ahead and enjoy that candy bar today. (laughs) So for now, dear listeners, I want each and every one of you to stop whining. I want you to start smiling and then start sharing our success show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then start eating chocolate, lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to my wonderful guest, Bob Berg, and we look forward to having him back soon. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Story. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity, plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones.
have to go get the paper.